welcome to Down to Fine Art dot podcast. Yes. I think by this point we should just rename it that. It's yeah. what I call it every time. I know, and I don't think I like it. I know. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes every time I do it. I'm like, what's well, upset, Anna? I'm sad that I can be read so easily. <laughs> I, I would like to, to point out that like there are multiple times that our friendship where you've just kind of gone, you know the um, mm, and I'm like yes I do 100 I completely get you. That's true, you can read me like a book. Oh I don't know. how interesting. <laughs> how how interesting. Good to know. But yes, today's episode we have a slightly more practical episode I think. Mm. Um, so me and Anna, as we've spoken about before, uh, obviously when we graduated we got onto the Cultivator Graduate Startup Scheme, which is like it's nine months, so it's coming up. I think we're on what like month yeah, well, six. They fund our studio for like six months. Yeah. And then but like the program yeah, extends nine to like months. nine months. Yeah. It's a nice little pregnancy. Why did you say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway. So we're gonna be talking about giving birth to our exhibition. God. Why? <laughs> I'm making this a running metaphor, an extended I like metaphor. It. I really don't like this metaphor. I am glad it will be coming up again. Great. But anyway, yeah, so it's nine months, so we're coming up on like the we're in date. month seven, which is quite quite terrifying. Yeah. So at the moment, we are in the midst of organising an exhibition. Mm. And we thought it'd be quite interesting to talk about because obviously we spoke about our degree show exhibition. Mm hmm. Yeah, we did like a before and after of the degree yeah, show. Yeah, which like, was fun. I can't quite remember what we did, but I think it was like panic. Here's our, yes. or maybe here's our plan, and then here's how it went. Yeah, but yeah. So I think we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about our upcoming exhibition and the practicalities of organising an exhibition because although our degree show obviously was like a huge amount of work and we learnt a lot from it, mm. we were given a room. We didn't have to do like uh, budgeting posters. Um, like invite lists like all this other thing mm. um but i think because this time this isn't an exhibition that's being organized through education like this is we are organizing our own exhibition mm. it's quite interesting seeing like all the practicalities that go into making that happen yeah i feel like the degree show was quite focused on the curation yes. of the show we didn't have to do much of the external like like you said like budget marketing yeah. organization of we were just kind of given a room mm. whereas this one Kind I mean, of the opposite because we're not doing the curation. Oh, that's this, are we? very true. Yeah, it's yeah. We're not so- solely responsible for everything, but we have a lot more involvement in budget marketing, yeah, etc. So we're going to quite chaotically walk you through. I think. Is I think the, so. Is that the plan? Just to give give you an overview of what it's like to put on an exhibition. Yes. Or and a like, group show, anyway. Yeah. Obviously, at the moment, we're still we're fairly early days. Like it's not mm. like things are at the peak I wouldn't say but also I think things are moving towards the peak quite quickly yeah. <laughs> I think it's that thing of so from the beginning of the cultivator program we've been having monthly-ish meetings mm. with a group called field notes so two curators Kat and Rosie and it's been their job pretty much to kind of lead us towards the showcase like the yeah. showcase is something we've been kind of working towards from the off like yeah. it's not the only thing it's not the sole point of the programme, like the programme does encourage you to, you know, obviously it funds your studio and it just like, is kind of generally supportive, it offers you other opportunities to get involved with like the cultivator workshops about, mm-hmm. you know, marketing or like, I feel like I keep bringing up marketing as my yeah. go-to example, <laughs> but um, we've done loads of, we did a poetry workshop as we've yeah, said, we've, we've did like the power rooms, which yeah. was 
What about like confidence and yeah. like making sure you're not holding yourself back? Yeah, there's like legal workshops about yeah. legalities. Financial like, ones. Yeah, there's there's loads that you can do. Um, but the through thread leading to the showcase has been these monthly meetings with um Kat and Rosie, where like to begin with, right at the start, it was very like hugely open. It was like we know we have to do some kind of showcase at the end, but it could be like it doesn't have to be a straight up like mm. exhibition. It could have been like a series of sort of events and happenings. But I think we kind of, I mean, to be honest, we're still not doing a straightforward exhibition. There is no. an exhibition, but there's other things kind of happening, like orbiting it, mm. um, which we can get to. But I think, yeah, over time, we've narrowed down on this one show. But the, yeah, the curation of that show is still down to Cat and Rosie. So yes, there's many a thing to talk about. Yes. We've got the Penworth Gallery show. Mm-hmm which is, like we said, the big hitter. That runs for a month over March. Yeah. Come along, please, if you're around. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> um, and then we've got one of the group, Marta, is doing something in a chapel, mm-hmm. which is going to be, I think, just a couple of days around the opening. So that's like one sort of orbital thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've also got, we're going to do some like a little print show in Portmere Studios, which also, I think, needs to have an event with it. Which, who knows who's organising that. Interesting. <laughs> That's something we're yet to get to. Uh, and then we've also, I think then the prints go on to Ocean Studios in Plymouth. I think that's everything. So there's quite a few moving parts. Yeah. At the moment we're just working. Or like it seems like the exhibition is taking up most of our headspace. Yeah. Which um, is fair because it's obviously the the biggest in terms of like it, it runs the longest and it's like the main focal point mm-hmm. with the things coming off it. I exactly. Think. Yeah. I'm excited to see the poster and see how Liv has coordinated that all, or mm. like communicated it all, because it is confusing. Like, it is. we know what's happening and we're confused. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. You sort of um, <laughs> I'm trying to work trailed out. off there. I was like, is there work more? Out where to start with the story of this exhibition? Well, I think a good place to start would be groups. Okay. Um, so, essentially, uh, yeah, within Cultivator, there's 10 of us who are doing this exhibition. Mm. So it's 10 recent graduates, Kat and Rosie, who obviously make up field notes, who are, you know, obviously a very big part of this. Mm -hmm. And then the whole thing is like funded by Cultivator. Mm. So that's kind of like the layout of that. Painting the scene. Yes. Lovely. So we split into three three groups, basically. So there's project management, uh, marketing and promotion Mm. and interpretations. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how we've been structuring things. And like some people are doubled up. So like Anna here is Hello. in more than one group. Yes. So she's at half person. Basically, <laughs> I, I in project management and in interpretation and Izzy is in marketing. So between us, we've got this covered. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can do this by ourselves. <laughs> Although I have to say, it feels like even though I'm in two groups, it feels like marketing currently at least have got quite a lot of the workload. Yeah, I like guess you because... guys are doing quite a lot. To be fair, I think closer to the exhibition, there's going to be less for us to do. Yeah. So I think a lot of marketing is obviously like early on, like you want to get people interested in what's coming. I think it's that thing of obviously the exhibition opens at the beginning of March. So Mm -hmm. basically we've got until the end of February to sort this whole thing out. Um, And it's that strange thing of we've just come off the back of Christmas and suddenly it's very much like, okay, oh my God, go, go, go. (laughs) So there's, yeah, like you said, there's a big push on marketing at the moment. And then... Yeah, I don't know if we want to give a little outline of like what each group is responsible for or like yeah, kind of what you're working be on. Because I was going to say interpretation, I appreciate that's maybe a little bit more of a vague 
mm. word. So some of the things interpretation are working on, I'm sure I'm going to forget things for every group, but um, the main thing at the moment is a publication. So we're going to have a little, um, we need to work out how to do sort of if we're doing wall text or if we're going to do like a gallery handout and then kind of maybe information that's not on there will go in the public. It's still all up in the air what's going mm. where, but um, we're going to do a publication, which is some, something, just a free thing that kind of people can take home with them. Um, I think that needs to be ready for the exhibition rather than before the exhibition, although it probably would be good to verify that. But um, so that's, again, like that's a little bit, we don't have quite the rush on that that you guys do with like posters and things. Um, and then, yeah, so as I said, in, interpretation doing publication, like wall text, gallery handouts, and oh yeah like a oh no that's a different group sorry <laughs> that's like that's project management i was gonna say a hang plan but i think that's project management mm. um and then the last thing is like documentation so like um organizing for photographers to come and take pictures of the exhibition or of the opening night or whatever it may be mm -hmm. so that's interpretations little workload mm -hmm. would you like to give a marketing overview sure of what you're currently working on <laughs> so marketing have kind of split a little bit within themselves mm. so there's Basically, four of us in marketing marketing have their shit together <laughs> marketing <laughs> have actually delegated some roles <laughs> marketing is on it <laughs> yeah so we've there's four of us in marketing we vaguely split into two groups but obviously we meet regularly and like still keep each other in the loop marketing is just so on it <laughs> um, i can't lie i do love my team <laughs> that's a good group so Liv and emma have kind of split into one group and me and alice have kind of split into another mm. so me and Alice mostly are dealing with social media so that's we're obviously like doing a big push for Instagram mm -hmm. um so it's setting up the Instagram account and then posting quite regularly figuring out like captions and hashtags you know trying to like get it out there on social media mm. but also like planning the content of what we want to share so I think our first set of posts are actually going to be information about each of us as artists mm. Um, getting all that together and we also are going to do a Facebook potentially Ooh. event okay. or something because demographic wise mm. Facebook covers a demographic that actually I think is quite prominent in St Ives yeah the, yeah which is rich middle-aged people have we said did we say we probably have said that the, the main exhibition is at the Penworth Gallery in St Ives I don't think we said St Ives okay it's in St Ives <laughs> okay that's and up. Fourth Mirror is also in St Ives yeah and yeah. the chapel is also in St Ives. And then Ocean Studios in, is in Plymouth. Yeah. Just to, really... just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Just to make that confusing. Um, so, yeah. So I think we're also going to do a Facebook um, and maybe some other bits. And then marketing also covers poster design, like the printing of the posters and hanging of posters. Uh, any, like, physical invites. A PDF version as well. Like, the email structure that goes with that for inviting people. I'm definitely forgetting quite a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, there's a lot of little bitty bits that need doing. Yeah. We had to like write a blurb about the exhibition. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think anything that basically is the forward-facing side of the exhibition seems to end up with marketing and promotion. Yeah. Because um, it, it makes sense. Um, obviously, we want things to be cohesive as well. So I'm starting up the Instagram very soon. By the time this episode is released, it should hopefully be well with on its way. Mm -hmm. But obviously, in order for me to do that, I need to, I need quite good communication with the other side of marketing because the other side of marketing, the people who made the poster mm. and like we want it to like, you know, merge. We want it to be like a nice cohesion. So that's kind of what marketing is doing is like social media's posters, 
anything design based and like the forward facing side of the exhibition. Mm. Yes. I'm excited to see the poster. It's good. It is good. Yeah. Nice. I really like it. Yeah. And and then I guess that leads nicely onto project management because as project management, one of the main tasks is like communicating with the gallery. So the poster will be finished. I think today it's supposed to be finished. Um, and then we send it over to the gallery and they can circulate it. We've also had to do a lot of collecting information from people. Um, so like the gallery have needed images and texts about the artists and texts about the exhibition, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Thank you, marketing, for writing that. <laughs> and yeah, project management, I mean, as the name suggests, we're just supposed to be managing. So one thing that's coming up soon <laughs> that needs to be managed is the budget, <laughs> oh, yes. which we've just been talking about. Um, because I think that's a good example of something that we just didn't have to really work, uh, worry about with the degree show mm. I mean obviously we weren't throwing money at it left right and centre yeah. but like by the nature of it it was cheap and that we didn't have to hire a space yeah we had to pay a little bit of printing but it really wasn't much I mean obviously we kind of pay to make work and pay for the degree yeah <laughs> if you really think about it but <laughs> it wasn't direct exhibition costs yeah what else do project management do just oversee things although really Izzy's got the job of yeah yeah you're kind of a solo <laughs> category I <laughs> So Izzy somehow managed to... <laughs> I really like that I'm a solo category. <laughs> so we've got project management, marketing, interpretation, and Izzy. <laughs> um, so Izzy's responsible for, like... So I just... My brain really went to, like, are you setting up an exhibition soon? Make sure you get yourself an Izzy. <laughs> I mean, there's so many of you around. It is doable. <laughs> Every exhibition should have an Izzy involved. Um, oh but yes, so Izzy has made a big document with a list of deadlines and it's just her job to shout at people <laughs> <laughs> until they do what they're supposed to be doing. So that's all fun and games, but it's a problem. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's just so tricky because as we've said, marketing are quite on it at the moment because I mean, I think you're just on it anyway, but also generally, like you said, because yeah, we your do jobs need to doing sooner. Moment. Whereas interpretation, because we've got a little bit more time, we haven't really started setting. I mean, I have set some deadlines now, but we've had less kind of deadline conversation about like, oh, we need to get this done by then and this needs yeah. to get by then. So then that really makes your job of chasing people's deadlines up difficult if you don't know what the deadlines are. Yeah. So it's a constant cycle of communication and, yes. or lack of, but <laughs> hopefully communication. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a big undertaking for a multitude of reasons. And I think one mm. of them is obviously, you know, as a group of 10 people, we are all people who are at different points in their career, different point in their lives. Mm. Like a lot of the people in our group have kids, like obviously me, you, and there's like at least one other person like have just graduated. Mm. Um, <laughs> for some reason I thought you were going to have just given birth. Have, oh my God, stop. <laughs> but no, soon we'll be giving birth to this exhibition. <laughs> I'm going to ban you in a minute. Okay. I would <laughs> do like, this solo. Good luck doing the podcast on your own. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah like obviously people have different like commitment levels and responsibilities and like time frames and like when they're free and when they can meet and mm. like that's something that's quite hard is working like as a group of very different people mm-hmm. trying to like get something together that's on quite a big time crunch yes i was thinking do we have any like top tips kind of thing mm. but it's difficult to give top tips when we're in the midst of it yes however i do think that is something that we have kind of learn is that 10 people is a lot of people to coordinate I suppose yeah. so like that's why deadlines are useful but then I think I didn't maybe appreciate so for example the other day mm-hmm. we had a deadline 
but we needed to send things off for the gallery. Mm-hmm. And I think it's always useful with deadlines. I've learned now to have a bit of leeway yes. where you have a deadline <laughs> and then maybe a couple of days until you need to send it to the gallery. Yeah. Just so it's not like action stations. Okay, the deadline's passed. I'm sending this now immediately because inevitably some things will trickle over the deadline. Yeah. Um, and and again, I think another thing that was has proven useful to know mm-hmm. is like I said, with marketing, you guys have done a really good job of delegating roles. And I think that's just infinitely a better way of doing it because then when you have personal accountability for one task, you will get that done. Whereas like when it's kind of as a nebulously down to a group of people to kind of get this thing done, Mm. it's hard to, yeah, no one person is taking responsibility for that. And I mean, it will get done, I'm sure, eventually, but it just, it's a bit kind of more stressful and it's that it's that difficult balance if you don't want to like take over and be like okay i'm going to take responsibility for this yeah and you don't want to be like right you take responsibility for that like it does need to be a sort of two-way kind of yeah sensitive conversation but and i think that's yeah. something as well that like like you said about having a bit of leeway with deadlines because things do trickle over i think that's something that's worth pointing out is like you need to factor in like feedback into the deadlines yeah. because we had it a couple of times where we had a deadline set for a certain day. You know, we met the deadline and then suddenly someone had an issue with something or like wanted something reworked or like that had to be checked with someone else. You go, oh, okay, that's going to take like at least a few days. Mm. And then once I've got the feedback, like that and that needs to change and then that can be sent off. Yeah. So I think that's quite hard as well is also like you can't, I have to say that as a group, I think we're doing really well. Like we're all like, at least not to my knowledge, there's like zero tension or Mm. like, weird petty art like things are going really well like we're yeah. all working really well as a team um yeah but i think something that is worth pointing out is like there there's still 10 of us like no matter how well we're all getting on and working together as a team there's still 10 people in this team mm. and that means that not everyone is going to agree with things mm-hmm. so like when it's always good to try and get feedback but i do think that sometimes particularly if you're on a time crunch sometimes you do need people to make like executive decisions and be like look this is like realistically this is as good as it's going to get with keeping most people happy and with meeting the deadline therefore I'm going to say it's now done yeah I think I have two things to say to that guaranteed by the time I finish saying the first one I will have forgotten the second one absolutely but um (laughs) so the first one is something I've noticed that's nice in the group is how it can obviously be really easy to get sidetracked into like business and like it's all just like oh my god right we need to do this by this deadline and then Mm. everyone make sure you've done this. And like the group chats before, you know, it just are full of like demands. Yeah. But actually I've noticed a few people have been really proactive about being appreciative of all the work that's going on. So like when we chose a group name, that was like a kind of poll situation. And it was a lot of, I mean, before the name was chosen, there was a lot of messages like, Oh, make sure you filled out the poll, blah, 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 by this date. Mm -hmm. And then like the message went up like, Oh, this is the, this is the chosen name. And then, it was really nice that a lot of people were like, oh, hello, like emailed everyone or like put a message in the group chat being like, oh, I just wanted to say like, I really like the poll. I hope everyone's work's going well. Like, yeah. it's nice to have that positive energy yeah. about the group and not just to be like really... Like demand, demand, demand. Yeah, caught up in the admin of it all. And especially because it's easy to forget when you get caught up in the admin that we're all supposed to be still making work. Yeah. So it's nice to have that whole like, oh, I hope everyone's work is going well as well. Like acknowledging that we all have other things that we're doing. Yeah. And the second point. Come on. Come on, Anna. <laughs> Make your little brain work for it. Um, oh, you can do this. I believe in you. I know the information is there somewhere. Um, you just take a moment. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I hate my brain sometimes. 
Oh! Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Don't speak it. Speak it before oh, you forget. Oh, that was it. Sorry. <laughs> it's really not that good a point, but anyway. So, all the faff. Um, I was going to say, um, I think, and it was related to something that you said, but I can't remember the exact That's fine. Just fragment. But um, you go for it. I think sometimes it is really nice to have somebody just like be assertive and be like, right, okay, we're going with that then. I yeah. think, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a difficult balance to, a different line to tread because you don't obviously want to have one person who's just absolutely steamrolling it and being yeah. like, right, we're doing this, we're doing that. But I think sometimes when there's a big group and everyone's kind of like umming and ahhing around the point, it is really helpful to just have somebody who's like, okay, we're going to do it like this. Mm. Um, and if you feel like you've got healthy communication going on within the group, then obviously like, people will still be happy to... If, like, if there genuinely is any problems with that decision, people will happily be like, oh, actually, I'd maybe prefer if we did it like this. Yeah. But having a concrete decision that someone has made to work around yeah. is, I think, a lot more helpful than just having Endless, all these nebulous, like, like, like yeah. infinite possibilities. Like, it is really helpful to have, like, a, a decisive personality or two in the room, which, again, I think as a group, we do have a good balance of sort of yeah. people who will sit and listen people who will make decisions people who do both like i think it's generally pretty good sort of communication within the room i'd say so yeah and it's a really nice balance of people who are thinking critically about the work itself and also people who are thinking about the admin and the kind of timelines and because again that's a really it's really easy to kind of get distracted on it right quick we need a poster right quick we need this and not actually think like oh is this poster serving us you know is yeah. it doing what we want it is it saying what we needed to say kind of about us as a group as well as just is it got the has it got the information on yeah so many a good thing going yes. on in the group i'd say so sorry i'm being i'm being yeah. bl- the sun has really come out and i'm being blinded <laughs> keep... and anna's blocking it with her head for me don't want to shut the blinds no it's okay okay i might just like look forward i'm still looking at you oh yeah in the mirror yeah. i hope i just look like a little angel oh my halo oh um i'm so sorry about all the uh forgetting the point and then the heart attack that came when I did remember that's my point. okay I'll forgive you I think I'm semi-used to it oh, by now <laughs> I realize you're probably still I feel like I'm still recovering from the shock of me remembering that um, I'm impressed you did remember actually yeah I could really I could feel the clogs turning in my brain mm, you did well thank you but yeah I guess something that else that I maybe could talk about a little bit is like the deadline side of things mm-hmm. so like I set up a document so I feel like I'm quite an organized person oh yes and also I don't have much shame when it comes to publicly calling people out. Um, Great. Not that it's actually been needed at all in our group. No. Like, I just mean in general, I've had I've had times in my life where I've done a good job <laughs> of that. Um, but I think because I like to stay quite organised and keep on top of things, I said that I'd be quite happy kind of making a, essentially like a master document of like every single deadline, who it applies to, if they've done it or not, mm. when it needs to be done by links to it if there's like links to some folders um mm. all that sort of stuff oh yeah that's a good point um and it's worked quite well i think like, at least i've had a couple of people say that they've been enjoying the use of the deadlines document which good. is nice and also it helps me as well so even for that like even if i'm the only one doing it and i'm finding it useful like yeah. that's still a benefit i also find it useful um that's good but yeah i think it's quite handy having somewhere you can look to or even like within a group if you're setting doing a group exhibition I do think it's quite handy having like you said a couple of personalities that are a bit more decisive or not necessarily decisive but like are willing to be that person that's like okay do you know what I think this has gone on long enough I think we need to like move on now (laughs) yeah and I also think it's worth having a personality or two that is is very organized and can be that person that 
keeps on top of deadlines, chases people up and even like can help. Like I've said in all the messages I've sent to people, like just a reminder that this needs to be done by this date. If you cannot find this, I like just send me a message. Like I've got it sat in my inbox, you know, like I can mm. just forward it to you. And like, I know there was one bit where we were trying to edit artist statements and for some reason, uh, like Marta's, Marta couldn't see like the comments on it, which is really weird. And to be fair, it does happen sometimes. Mm. Um, so I just messaged her privately and then we just worked on it together. And like, I just did it from my phone instead. Like, yeah. it's quite helpful having someone that you can go to and be like, I'm help. confused <laughs> about this. Can you help me? Yeah. Because I think when you're bombarding a whole group of people with like, I don't get this, what's going on. I don't understand that. Can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? I think after a while it becomes like quite a big burden for the people that are constantly stepping up to that plate, Mm. even though, you know, we're an equal group and like everyone has access to the same information. Mm. Whereas now that I've kind of stepped into the position of like, if you don't get something, I don't care, just come ask me, I'll help you. Yeah. Like, it's not a burden in the slightest. Like, I really enjoy it because it's like a role that I'm like, okay, I will be the person that deals with questions. Yeah. Like, if you're stuck, I will try my best to help you. Yeah. And it means that in... You know, if someone comes to me asking for that help, I've got no problem with it. Whereas if maybe I hadn't stepped into that role and I was still having people being like, I don't get this, I don't get that, where's that? I'd maybe not become annoyed, but like, I think I'd have less time for it because mm. I'd be like, well, the information's there. Yeah. Well, actually, that is not helpful in the slightest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's something that's sometimes easy to take for granted is that we share a wall <laughs> yeah. and so like if I'm having issues like I mean I have had issues <laughs> um, then I can very much just like pop around the wall and be like hello can I just run something by you yeah whereas it's I think maybe there's a couple other people in the program who live together but like really obviously most of them are I mean and it's not to say that they don't have people they're close to within the group that they could ask for help but it's just that like little bit less accessible if you're trying to message someone there's a bit mm. more of a delay than if you're literally walking into their bedroom yes <laughs> so, I, I can't really turn around and be like sorry can you just give me like oh, like sure. one to two working days to get back to you yeah. <laughs> so um yeah that's that's really nice and also i think it's worth highlighting that on a very logistical level the system that we're using mm. is we have a google folder yes um that has everything in which is google insanely helpful just i mean I appreciate that some people, maybe if you're not used to using that kind of setup, then maybe it's like slightly less ideal. But I think generally Google is pretty intuitive. This yeah. is not not sponsored by Google. I'm like, Google's easy to use. It's intuitive. I do it does love Google though. <laughs> but like, it's so useful to just have quite literally everything in one place. Yeah. You know, we have like folders made where we need to upload, you know, images for the gallery. And then it's really useful because then you can just share that link with the gallery. Mm-hmm. And I think something I found useful was the fact that when I sent those links to the gallery there was like a couple of very very small bits that still needed to be just finalized and you know that you don't have to worry about resending it because it's the same document so once those you know changes get approved they'll be approved yeah it's like updated for the gallery as well so it's like yeah it's just that nice little bit of give leeway Mm. and it's nice even like when you have meetings with people like me and alice had a meeting the other day about social media and like we both got our notebooks to start taking notes and then alice was like why don't we just put this on a google docs and like it's great because then like she took her notes and then I just immediately had access to her notes. Like yeah. there was no like extra step involved. Yeah. So just to give Google a little plug because it clearly yes. needs it. It's really not doing that well these days, Google. So yeah, on a on a logistical I don't know why I'm really taking the line of like an advice hub for exhibitions. I'm yeah. like, so here's you make a Google folder, <laughs> get good communication. 
I mean, I don't know why I'm speaking from some high horse when we haven't even organised this exhibition yet. Yeah, that's true. It's still time for it to all crash and burn. That is very true. <laughs> but I have faith. Yeah, do you have any concerns? Um, a little bit. Mm, like, I think concerns? my primary concern is essentially when we got back after Christmas, that was when a lot of the stuff was needed for the gallery and, like, we hadn't really stopped because obviously it's Christmas. Like, we're just yeah. not in communication. People who are relaxing obviously shouldn't be on their emails. Mm. And the people who are working, like me, like, I was working over Christmas. Like, yeah. I don't have much relaxing time. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of an odd an odd time to be like trying to make big steps and it meant that when we came back it was like quite a panicked rush of like there was no um oh so like we need this information from everyone by next week it was like we need you to do this now yeah um, it was it had to be like a really quick turnaround on deadlines and like you know everything being sent around was like we need this asap we need that asap like it was so many messages flying yeah um, so many like feedback things flying around it was quite chaotic and I'm a little bit worried that that's just going to continue to happen. Okay. Just because it's really hard to know what you need to do unless you are in the moment figuring out that you need to do it. Yeah. Um, but also, if we don't think further ahead, all the deadlines we have are going to be, we need this ASAP, we need that next week, we need this like information really quickly from you. Yeah. Um, whereas if, like collectively as a group, we're better at planning ahead and being like, you know, the publication needs to happen. So, like, we need to start gathering some information now and then that means we'll need feedback by that date and then we'll need, like, the actual input from everyone by that date and it, like, spreads it out a lot more. Um, You know, it needs to go to print by that date so it's definitely mm. back for this date and I think thinking, like, further ahead. So I think that's maybe my concern at the moment is that we're going to fall into the habit collectively as a group of just doing a lot of, like, last-minute, like, uh, yeah we need this and we need it like now sort yeah. of thing but also I'm aware it's so hard to think everything you need from everyone like quite far in advance yeah um, but I think yeah if you can try your best to do that it's better than like just an endless stream of like last minute deadlines yeah I agree and I think the issue is for maybe other people in the group this might not be the case but I still feel like I'm quite new to it, exhibiting yeah and, like, I haven't put on many exhibitions particularly not with like publications yeah. and posters and the like and so I feel like a lot of the you know like send publication to print feels quite abstract to me mm. like I'm kind of I don't understand sort of it. don't believe it's gonna happen yes <laughs> um so it's hard to like make a tangible and believable deadline yeah you know I think that's the thing with deadlines they're a construct yes <laughs> so you have to really believe in it Indeed. whereas like I know that I've put a deadline for the document for the publication on the dra- on the you know mm-hmm. deadline document and I just kind of, I just sort of made it up. Like I just plucked it out of the air. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, it, like, there were things I took into account, but yeah. like, it just, I feel like I don't have the heart mm. to believe in that deadline. And therefore it's like, well, is it really a deadline if no one's going to enforce it? Exactly. I think you always need philosophical. to like, <laughs> it's, like, to enforce it. it's like, <laughs> there's a tree falling for us. I think the deadline one's better though. I think so. I like it. Yeah. But I think it's difficult as well when, um, yeah, you almost need to like work backwards. So like if we need the publication by this date, mm. then the absolute latest we can send it to print is that date. And like you need to look into printing times. And then, you know, we need to know the budget for printing by that date. And then we need to that means we need to contact like this team by that date. Yeah. And then you kind of need to like work backwards, but that's quite a big task and like 
it's not really fair to ask one person to do that. Like, that's quite a collaborative effort of, like, as a group deciding when you want things done by. True. So it's just, I find that quite, I was going to say quite worrying. I don't find it quite worrying, actually. Like, it's just something I'm conscious of is that I don't want to be having to, like, do constant, like, oh, yeah, that needs to happen, like, right now. And that needs to happen right now. Particularly because, like, at the moment, my time is, like, a little bit more free. Mm -hmm. But I'm aware that that fluctuates. So, like, one of my jobs, I'm not at one of my jobs at the moment, but that's going to change next week. So, like, suddenly that's 20 hours a week less that I'm going to have available to do this. So, like, at the moment, I'm really good at, if someone were to be like, oh, I need this now, or I need this by, like, this evening, I'm pretty good at being able to be like, oh, yeah, like, I can do that. I've got time. But as soon as my time becomes less like I'm not going to be able to meet those goals which I think is quite a like if it's something that is genuinely that important that you need it ASAP obviously that's a problem in itself and then the other problem is like if it's not genuinely that important that you need it ASAP like why are you pushing it yeah Um, it's just I think getting like structure in place so people have time and like don't feel overwhelmed is important yeah I think having ASAP as a deadline it's just never a good idea. Yeah, ASAP needs to be reserved when it's, like, an emergency. <laughs> yeah, and even then, you can be like, I need this within one hour. Like, yes. having something tangible is always better than ASAP because as soon as possible can be interpreted in a number of yes. ways. You can interpret as soon as possible as, like, well, I'm working and then I'm busy this evening, so I'm going to do that, like, tomorrow after work. Mm. Rather than if someone was to be like, I need this right now, I would pull over when I'm driving and send something <laughs> from my phone. Like, <laughs> there's levels to it. But yeah, that's also made me realise that I, I guess it's like the details with budgeting and the details of, like I said, I haven't done a publication before. So I'm when I think about like, oh, what deadlines? We, so we mm. need the design, the checking and the printing. Yeah. But like, actually, there's more to it than that, because I think I'm realising now I need to allow more time for like design phase one. Check that with everyone. Mm. And then especially a publication that's kind of representing everyone's work. Yeah. There's probably gonna be quite a lot of changes where people are like, oh, I don't like that image, or I don't yeah. like how that I don't like the text, I don't you know don't like the layout, yeah, the colour so that. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you need to design phase two and then like another yes. checking. And then like I don't know with printing things if you need to get like a if it's a good idea to get a sample one, I guess probably if you have time it is. Mm. But then it might be the case that we don't have time, so you just have to get more printed and yeah. then if you hate it, you hate it. Yeah. And I think like that reminds me as well of what Kat said about Field Notes did a project before with Newlin Art Gallery and Falmouth University mm. and they were saying kind of like they had to get the text or anything really verified with both of them. Mm-hmm. And so you've really got to build that into your schedule of like both organisations had like a 10 working day turnaround policy. And so mm-hmm. then if they both say something different or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, you before you know it, it's like a three month turnaround for checking. So yeah. I think it's those little details can really screw you over if you don't foresee them. Yes. <laughs> so there's lots to be worried about <laughs> in summary. Yeah, like I don't think they're not like serious worries in that we're working as a team like really well together. Yeah. Things are happening. It's all going well. It's all moving in the right direction. I think there's also quite a big pressure on, I'm assuming that this is the same feeling for everyone, but it's kind of like we're working really hard towards this. Like we want it to be good good and like a good representation of us. Yeah. And therefore, if like something happens where you go, oh, do you know what? I really wish that that had gone differently. Like I kind of don't want that. You know, I want to look back at this and be like, do you know what? We did everything we could. It was really good. Like 
I was pleased with everything. I wouldn't change anything. Mm. And like, I know that's a, that's a lot of pressure. Like it was a big ask, but you know, we've all worked so hard and I think it'd be really lovely for us all to come out the other end of this and be like, yeah, I learned so much. Like things went really well. I've got like this great publication that I love. Like I've got this great poster that I love. I've got like all these great, you know, experiences. So yeah, I think even that is like not pressure, but it's something that maybe to be aware of is that this is like a big thing for all of us. And I, you know, I want all of us to be proud. Yeah. I mean, there's also the art side of things. Yes. How are you feeling about having someone else curate your work? I'm quite curious about it. Mm. I wouldn't say I have strong opinion, like opinions or feelings either way. It's mm. not like I'm sat here like, oh God, I hate this. <laughs> or like, oh God, I love this. Right. Oh, okay. Um, I see. But I think I have a meeting with Kat fairly soon. And I'm quite looking forward to it because I've reached a point where I feel like I need to talk about my art with someone. Oh, good. Yeah. And even just like in a slightly more logistical way, like some of the art I have, I'm looking at and I'm like, I actually have no idea how I put that in a gallery Mm. or if it would even be feasible. Therefore, I feel like I need someone with a curatorial background to come in and be like, yeah, so these I think I'd recommend getting framed. That I'd recommend putting on a plinth or like actually know that needs to go behind glass or like Mm. the practical side of things. So. Yeah, curious, I think is the word. Mm. What about what about you? Yeah, well, I feel like I'm quite excited to have my work curated. I think I don't like making decisions. <laughs> and also it's, yeah, I think I, hmm. I mean, maybe, I'll, I, maybe I have strong opinions that I don't realise I have and somebody will do something with my work and I'll suddenly be like, I hate it. Yeah. But even that's helpful because yeah. then I've learnt that I hate that. That's very true. Um, whereas generally, yeah, I'm just quite excited for someone else to make the decisions. And yeah, like you said, curious to see what they do yeah and also because I think they're gonna write little artist statements for us all Mm. so I'm really curious to see that as well because I just think artist statements it's almost like the more you write them I don't know if it's the worst they get but the more (laughs) I hate doing it like the more times I've had to be like Anna Harris does this the more I'm just confused about what I even do so again it's I think having somebody come in from a external perspective with a less sort of I feel like I'm, I have too, it's not that I do loads, but I have too much in my head that I could talk about. Yeah. And then I, I really struggle to know what the important things are and what like, the, yeah, what I should be headlining with. So yeah, I think somebody coming in from the outside has a lot more of a, a clearer perspective on, mm-hmm. okay, this is what Anna's work is about generally. And then if we have a bit more, a few more words, we can talk about some of the details. Mm. So yeah, I'm really excited for that element of it. Yeah. I guess also like, looking at our practices like I don't make a lot of work Mm -hmm. particularly compared to the amount that you make (laughs) like obviously not like in a weird way but obviously because you do ceramics like it's a lot of like I just churn out a lot of blobs it's just like some like you have a lot of content to work with whereas I I do not I need more content right so I imagine like if you're someone who has a lot of work almost like to choose from be interesting to have someone come in and curate because there's yes. a wide breadth of things that they could pull from yeah whereas at least with me like I don't really have many options for them and like I'm looking forward to my chat with Kat because then like I I like making things for a purpose so like I'm if she's like oh yeah it'd be quite good to have some of this That's I can then make point. something for that yeah but also I don't have much for her to be like okay let me I'm sort of seeing this with that and like we're like there you go, there's your, there's your two options. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think I had, so I had Kat come to my studio last week mm. um, and I already found it really helpful because my studio, as you sort of alluded to, there's a lot of like bits and bobs yes. kind of sprinkled about the place. But because it's that thing of kind of, 
in your own home you get so used to what's around you that mm. you don't really see it anymore yes like you sort of forget that there's i mean like maybe in your parents house like there's pict- childhood pictures of you yeah. on the wall like you don't really see them and then your friends will come around and be like oh it's little baby anna yeah. and you're like oh dear god i <laughs> forgot that was there um and so it's that thing of in your in my studio i was kind of I mean, admittedly, it's kind of funny because I hadn't been in a while, so I almost did have that fresh perspective. Yeah, I was like, funny. oh, this is what my studio looks like. <laughs> but um, generally speaking, yeah, there's a lot of sort of mini little arrangements that have happened incidentally. Mm. But I don't feel like I have the, and this is something I need to work on, but I don't have the decisiveness or the, I don't know, maybe I just don't spend enough time thinking about the curation of that kind of thing. Mm. I just sort of let them exist as possibilities rather than ever being like, right, that, that and that, those are a work, those are mm-hmm. those go together. So it's really helpful to have Kat come in and kind of point at little pockets and be like, okay, those are doing something interesting there. And like, that could also maybe join in with that. Mm. And then she was literally like, so if we decided that we wanted something like that, would you be able to produce a few things like that for the show? And, and it's that thing of, you just said, it's like, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Please tell me what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can do it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's that exact thing. I'm very excited for it. I'm, yeah. I look forward to seeing what happens. Um, and it was good because the things that she pointed out, I didn't, I hadn't really thought of. I mean, I'd laid them out as suggestions, mm. but I hadn't, yeah, given myself the brain space or the yeah. permission to be like that. Yes, that is a work. Yeah. And but then again, it is also weird because then it's that thing of how do you justify, not justify, but like, if someone else has curated your work, it makes it slightly more difficult for you to talk about your own work mm. because you're like, oh, I don't know why that. I'd, yeah. I don't know why I've made that because in a way I haven't made that someone else has done that yeah I guess that's what's going to be interesting is having a dialogue with someone who obviously has a lot of experience curating and like you can then discuss whether or not that's like a good representation of your work or like of mm-hmm. your concepts or your themes or whatever and it might just be that like someone's like oh so why is it why is that next to that and you'll be like well I didn't make that decision but actually it has pulled on a theme mm. of my practice and it like really highlighted it. Yeah. So that's also quite fun, I guess. Yes. And I'm hoping that that kind of thing will give a little, I don't know, like a little boost in a different direction. Like it kind of... Just gets you looking at it differently, makes a new doesn't little it? shoot yeah. grow from your practice and you're like, oh, that's something I can look at. Because I think a danger with big exhibitions is you do the big exhibition and then you take it down and you're like, what now? Yeah. Whereas if something productive has come out of that, you yeah, know, that's you're like, oh, that's a fun new connection that's been made there that I hadn't lent into intentionally going into it, but now maybe I can start mm. leaning into that and exploring what that means. And yeah, just it's nice to have something productive coming out of it. Yeah. Also. So yeah. Fun stuff. Very exciting times. But yeah, obviously I think our plan is like, we'll do a couple more episodes at least one more episode like when the exhibition's up maybe yeah. maybe another one I, I can't remember how many degree show ones we did it was at yeah, least two i think we did a before and after but it probably fed in other places yeah um but yeah so obviously we'll keep you updated on how it goes um and if you are around in st ives in march come to penworth gallery <laughs> <laughs> yeah when's this episode going out realize uh, that's not something that we know the end of this month i think okay well if that's the case can i also plug the other exhibition yes I have some work in another exhibition at New Lynn Art Gallery. It's called We Are Floating in Space, although I always think I'm getting the words slightly wrong. I've called, I have different folders in my laptop to do with it, and mm. I've called them all just, just slightly different iterations. Some of them is like, we are all floating in space, and some of them is like, we are floating in space. And Anyway, something like that. If you look at the New Lynn Art Gallery website, it's all on there. But that opens on the, I believe, 11th of February, or the private view is the 10th of February in the evening, from 7. Perfect. So... Lots of plugs. And how long is it open for? Until June. 
Wow. You've got a long old time to go and see that. So I'll have some ceramic bits in a cabinet. Um, basically, the whole exhibition is to do with the coastline and materials of the coastline or ideas of the coastline, mm-hmm. identities associated with the coastline. I'm very excited to see it. There's a loads of artists in it. So there's a big old mixture of work. So if you hate mine, that's fine. There's others. <laughs> others will be there. <laughs> so just to give that a plug as well, because I feel like this will be coming out Probably at an appropriate good time. Yeah. yeah. But also come and see the Cultivator show. That's the main headline. I mean, see both. See both. To if be you're honest, able yeah. to. There is an overlap. So they're both. March is really the time to be Mark, in Cornwall. Come to Cornwall in March. Yeah. Woo. It's, it's the new It's the new high season. It's the new tourist season. <laughs> Book up all the Airbnbs. <laughs> Block up the A30. Come down in March. Okay. Let's end this. This is a new campaign. Um, lovely. Well, thank you for listening and joining us while we just had a bit of stress. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I feel like it was bit. good for my brain. I don't know that we've stressed too much, though. No. It's quite a lot of... I would say this has been quite a balanced episode. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you for joining us, and you'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Toulouse! Okay. <laughs>